is up, my fellow friends? Uh, welcome back to another episode of My Dogs Think I'm a Big Deal. So today, I'm doing a solo mish uh, just to talk about some, I guess we could say, stories from my jobs that I've had. Um, mainly this came to me because I was, uh, talking to a girl that I work with, my coworker, uh, just kind of trying to kill time at work. It was the end of the day and we both have been, uh, kind of in similar fields before. Currently I work in property management, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Property management. And prior to that, I was in hospitality for about six years. Yeah, we'll say six years. I think it was about that time frame. Uh, got into it when I was in my early 20s and then got out of it, oh gosh, probably about f- five years ago. Um, I got out of it because as anyone knows with hospitality, it's just like a very demanding job depending on your role. Uh, it also isn't very flexible with hours. You know, you're kind of, you know, you're working either seven to three or you're working three to 11 or you're doing overnights. I have done all of them. You also pretty much don't have a life because you're working on the weekends, like always either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, or all three. It's not a typical job where you work Monday through Friday. So that was kind of my big issue when I first bought my house uh, back in, oh my gosh, 2018, I believe is when I bought my house. So I bought kind of a fixer upper and then I also had a double. So I was a landlord as well. And I wanted that to be like my main focus. So I got out of the field and I also wanted kind of a life. I wanted to have the nine to five job. And that's exactly what I did. I had the nine to five job and it's been great. Um, in my current job, I don't work weekends. My job before that, I did not work weekends. And I it's great. I love having my weekends to myself. So we were talking about today, just like crazy things that happen in the hospitality industry. So I worked in hotels to be specific. Um, I worked in a variety of different locations, mainly in the Buffalo region. I worked in Nashville for a very short period of time. I worked in Nashville for, oh my gosh, I think it was maybe three months. I moved there on a whim. Like I had lost my job and I was like, you know what? I don't want to stay here. I am, I'm, I'm moving to Nashville because I was like, why the hell not? Um, so I worked there. Nothing really too exciting happened in Nashville. Nashville is a amazing city. I have not been back there since. And that was in 2015, I want to say. Um, but again, it's a, such a cool city. I did not have any time to explore because I was constantly working. Did make a lot more money down there because they do not have um, state taxes, which is amazing. I would love to get back down south. But anyways, so I was telling the girl that I work with today that when I worked, I worked in downtown Niagara Falls for about a year and a half, almost two years. Um, I got that job after I came back from Nashville and there was, and this is public knowledge like this. I've looked up the news article 
And there was an individual. And again, this had to be back in, I believe it was 26, no, 20, yeah, 2016. I looked up the story. Um, 2016 or 2017. Now I can't remember. And I literally was just looking at it. But anyways, this man, um, believe he was 28, murdered his girlfriend who was, she was 28. He might've been younger. Can't remember, but whatever. He murdered her, murdered her, threw her in the back of his vehicle and drove from Youngstown, Ohio to Niagara Falls, New York. Um, Wildest story because we were at work and this was at night and all of a sudden, like there were all these cops, it was taped off. And, um, this, this guy, he was literally parked right behind the hotel and we had no idea what was going on. Again, this was, I believe it was during the week. It was like a Wednesday or Thursday night and there's cops everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And people are checking into the hotel and they're like, Oh my God, what's going on? I was like, I literally have no idea. And even when I did find out, I was not telling people because it just, it, I, I didn't have all the details and I didn't want to like speculate on anything. Um, and, you know, people in the falls are, you know, always wondering, oh, is it is it safe in this area? Yeah, absolutely. Of course it's safe. Um, not really. I would tell people, you know, you can only go this far. But anyway, so this guy murdered his girlfriend and put her dead body in the trunk of his car and drove Niagara Falls, left the car in the parking lot, and he was found... <laughs> He was found riding a bike down by the falls and ended up having to be tackled and tased. So that happened when I worked in Niagara Falls. And then also the hotel that I worked at um, one night. So I did work overnights there. I worked all the shifts there um, for a period of time. I was working overnights on the weekends, but um, I believe it was during the week. The ATM that we had in our lobby was stolen in the middle of the night. Like I walked into work. And I walked past where it should have been. And I was like, huh, something seems to be missing. Like I couldn't really, I couldn't put my finger on it. So it was obviously topic of, it was a topic of conversation. And so someone had come in like a back door and somehow got this out without the night auditor or the security guard noticing. Like it was the craziest thing. Um, you know, at one point I was working um, overnight in the hotel that I worked at was quite old. So during the summertime, the heat would set off the fire alarms. And this thing went off probably about three or four times. I can't even remember. And I was refunding people all their money. I was like, you know what? I'm refunding you. It's not my money coming out of my pocket. And these people were obviously upset. They kept getting, they kept getting, kept getting woken up by this fire alarm. It went off. I think it was three or four times. And by the fourth time, I was like, this is ridiculous. But the humidity is what is what would set it off. Because again, it was very old. Um, so that happened when I was in the falls. Um, you know, just crazy things happen in hotels that I don't even think people realize. You know, before I even worked at this hotel, I had pe- people that had worked there a long time tell me about stories of there was a individual who was staying at the hotel and ended up committing suicide over the falls. And um, I think the only way, reason they found out was because the police came there and were, they were looking to see if he was staying there, which is, it's just so, that was so sad. And then there was another instance where, you know, someone had, I think they had a heart attack in their room. They pretty much died in their sleep. Again, awful, 
awful, awful, awful. Um, I worked at another hotel over by the airport and one of my coworkers was telling me about a situation where a, <laughs> a guest was um, extremely drunk and was in the bathtub for some reason and I'm overflowing the bathtub and it ended up flooding the hotel. And I want to say it happened overnight. So the night auditor, I think, got a caller, was doing rounds and he's like walking through and he was walking in water. And that's when he realized that like, he's like, oh my God, where is this water coming from? I don't even remember. Again, this was someone told me this. I wasn't actually there for it, but someone told me this. And I don't recall how they figured out how this happened, but that's like that story I've been told a couple of times um, about people like you know, being drunk or, you know, falling asleep in the bathtub or they're so drunk that they're in the bathtub and they end up overflowing the bathtub and it gets into the hallways and just starts, you know, leaking. And oh my gosh, it's awful because then that's just such a big cleanup. Um, I also had one of my managers tell me, I don't know if this happened to her. Or she heard this somewhere, but, um, you know, just kind of a thing for anyone staying in hotels um, that this happened to someone where they got a, um, a guest who was staying in a hotel room, got a call. And this person who called said that they were from the front desk and that there was some type of issue in the room. I can't even remember. And like a, like a gas leak or something along those lines. And they're like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta do this, this, and you know, all this stuff. And this person ended up taking the back, the backing off the toilet and threw it out the window. So mind you in hotels, which I think, I don't know if this is I don't think it's a law, but it's just something that hotels do. If you've ever noticed staying in a hotel, your windows don't typically open. And it's typically because it's like a safety precaution because they don't want people opening their windows and like jumping out of them, I guess, would be something or it's unsafe, you know, with children. So windows do not open in hotel rooms typically um, unless I think unless you're in like an older hotel, you know, stuff like that, they'll open because they're older. But typically, hotel rooms do not open. So that was another thing. So um, I believe this was like ended up being like a whole training thing for people in hotels that like if someone calls and they're asking for a room, you need to verify, you know, you can call a hotel and be like, hey, can you transfer me up to room 302? Okay. Can you tell me the name on the room? Because, you know, you just never know because people, you know, there's scammers everywhere. You know, another thing is um, with that is, you know, if you're working in a hotel, you always want to verify the name on the room because people could be calling, calling up to rooms and being like, hey, this is the front desk. Because when it comes through to a guest room, it says front desk. Like it typically doesn't say it's like a number, an outside line. It just says, I believe when you transfer it, it says front desk. So, Another thing that scammers were doing was they would do that and they would call up there and they would get people's credit cards and for credit card information and that people were getting scammed that way because they, you know, if you, if you get a call and they're like, hey, this is the front desk, your card's not going through, we need a, we need a new card from you. 
no hotel is going to call up to your room and ask you for a card over the phone. They're going to call you and be like, hey, your card's not going through. We need you to come down to the front desk um, for that for that reason is to be, you know, be safe. So that was something I heard that I don't re- that I, I remember my, an, a former manager was telling me that they heard this somewhere, you know, that someone called and wanted to be transferred up to this room. And then they were telling this guest that there was a gas leak and you, you know, you can't go out your door. You have to, you know, you have to throw this out the, you have to break the window to get out or some, something like that. Um, I don't know the end result. Well, I guess the end result was that this resident figured out that it wasn't, or this guest figured out that it was not the front desk. So, um, but hotels can just be wild. You know, I follow, I don't follow, but I see people on (laughs) TikTok that work in the hospitality industry and just crazy stories, even in property management. It's just crazy stories. Um, the things that just go on in these, there's things that go on. It's just wild to me. So, um, also when I worked in Niagara Falls along with that, um, into that man from Ohio that drove here with his dead girlfriend in the uh, trunk of his car. I think it was that same week or the following week, another individual from Ohio was walking down the street and someone threw a trash can off of a four, I think it was four stories. It was a parking garage, threw a trash can down, hit this lady in the head. She was in critical condition. So, you know, people from Ohio were not having a great time. Uh, in Niagara Falls at at that period of time. So it was kind of uh, not like a running joke, but anytime we saw anyone from Ohio, we're like, oh gosh, because it was just, it was awful. It was just so sad. Um, Yeah, I was actually reading the story today about the woman that got killed. So um, awful. Her, again, they were from Youngstown, Ohio. He had ended up, he ended up calling his brother at one point. I think that's how they started tracking. You know, he ended up calling his brother and telling him exactly what he did. Um, I'm 99% sure he's in jail to this day. And I think, I don't know where, cause I think he was tried, uh, prosecuted in Niagara Falls cause he, they were, he ended up going over obviously state lines. So pretty sure that was where he was, um, where he was, he was tried. Um, I'm trying to think of any other like crazy stories. I mean, there's just crazy stories all over the place. You know, another thing that I had seen on TikTok recently with, um, you know, property management and hospitality, I guess you could say is Airbnb. Airbnb isn't what it used to be. And it's kind of sad and it's unfortunate. Um, I had just recently had an experience with an Airbnb, which I kind of posted on my TikTok. I don't have a huge following. So, you know, I don't know if anyone gives a shit, but, um, I stayed at an Airbnb in Tampa, Florida, and I was down there uh, with my parents and my fiance. We were doing some wedding stuff and the Airbnb, it was great size, great size for, you know, my, me and my fiance and my parents. It worked great because it was very separate. And that's what I was really looking for when I travel with my parents. I want separation. So it was, it was so big. That was part of the reason I booked it. Well, when we got there, you know, first thing when we when we first got up to the the room was we had there was garbage just sitting outside of the room. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, I kindly just sent the Airbnb host a message. Hey, there's a bunch of garbage outside. Just wanted to let you know that that's there. 
He was like, okay, great. Thanks for letting me know. And then throughout the stay, I was there from Friday to Monday, checked in late Friday, and then checked out, um, you know, first thing Monday morning. And throughout like the whole stay, like when you first walked in, you could see that the, the floors were, they were like peeling, they were coming up, um, you know, kind of a tripping hazard. And I have a mother who is, um, She's prone to accidents, actually. She falls all the time. So um, that's, and it's just like overall, like my dad was in the kitchen. He had to re-clean everything, all the pots and pans that we use, any dish we use, we had to wash first. We went to use the dishwasher. It wasn't attached to the counter. Again, that's more of a safety thing. I didn't have any kids, but if anyone traveling with kids had that, that could have fallen on a child. So we had that. And then the carpets in both of the bedrooms, disgusting, like disgusting. They were like a shag and those are kind of dated, but they also like just collect so much more. Like I wouldn't even walk on them without shoes on. That's how gross I thought they were. And then it stated that it was a fully stocked kitchen. It was not. I didn't even have a bottle opener. My fancy's aunt and uncle came over and she brought a bottle of wine. Couldn't even open it because we didn't have a bottle opener. So that was really annoying. There was, we went to use the washer and dryer and the dryer was covered in lint inside on the outside. I had to sweep it. I had to, oh my God, it was ridiculous. Like the towels and the blankets that we pulled out were covered in lint. So that was annoying. The... Uh, there was a total of two washcloths and two towels for, um, like in each bathroom. So there was two bathrooms. I don't use the same washcloth over and over again. Don't also typically I do will use it, reuse a towel, but not the same one for four days. So we had to go out and purchase our own towels. Again, I understand with Airbnbs, you should reach out. Well, from what Airbnb had told me after I complained was you should be reaching out to the host while you're there so that you can give them an opportunity to to resolve the issue. Okay. I totally get that. Like I said, I've worked in hospitality. So yeah, that's what we'd want people to do. Let us know while you're there. But I also understand that like if you're traveling, you may not have the time to reach out to someone and be like, oh, hey, um, so these are the issues because I had a laundry list of issues. So, you know, it just kind of went on and on and on and on. And I just really wasn't pleased with the response that I got. Um, the one host, I, I sent it, there was two hosts, there's the host and there's the co-host. So I sent it in just the typical messages. I wasn't going to write a review about it um, until I spoke with them because I'm, you know, I'm big on reviews and I don't like to, I don't typically ever leave bad reviews unless you give me a bad taste in my mouth. And that's pretty much what happened. I ended up reaching out to them and the one host was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Typically I check everything before someone else checks in, but we did have like an extended stay type situation and um, I didn't get a chance to check it. Okay. I mean, that's just, I don't do well with excuses. Um, You know, even in my own job, I don't typically like to give people excuses. It's a, I'm so sorry. Like it's customer service. So, um, that was sad. And then the other host ended up replying to me and was, she was like, I'm so sorry you had all those issues. I wish you would have told us why you were there. You know, the only type of credit that we can give you is $50. That's not really going to fly with me because I spent, um, a lot of money for four days and, you know, and I, it was, you know, I just, I spent money on it. That was my kind of my thing. And I also had to go out and purchase my own towels and my own blanket 
because there was no extra blankets. I know it's Florida, but the of course the weekend we went, it was relatively cold. Um, so I had to go and purchase all my own stuff. And the host also had the audacity to be like, oh my God, thank you so much for for purchasing towels. I'm so sorry you thought that I left those there for you. No, I fucking brought them home. Why would I leave something there for you? And then you're going to compensate me $50 when I spent over a thousand. That was bullshit to me. So I ended up reaching out to Airbnb. They're useless. They can't do anything. Even though they say in their, I don't know if it's Airbnb, it's not insurance. It's something that they they recently changed. Um, they say if the description is inaccurate, then you can get some type of refund, whatever it said. I said, well, the, so I was going back and forth with Airbnb and I said to them, I said, um, the, the description wasn't accurate. It said it was a full size kitchen. It was not. There was, if you decided you wanted to cook some big gourmet meal, that was not happening. My fiance's aunt had to bring us stuff to cook with and we were making fucking tacos and pulled chicken, nothing crazy. It was just anything that we used was just disgusting. So it just left a bad taste in my mouth. And this isn't the first time I've had an issue with Airbnb. Not that I typically do because I do I do use Airbnb when I'm traveling with large groups because it's just easier. Or if I decide I need to travel with dogs, it's very hard for a hotel to accommodate. I have three dogs, one of them being a Rottweiler. And I know he's a restricted breed, which is a whole nother topic and discussion because that drives me nuts. But anyways, you know, I can't take three dogs to a hotel. God forbid I need to travel with them. I don't typically, but if I did. So, you know, most Airbnbs that I've stayed at are, are pet friendly for that reason. So, you know, Airbnb is just, and then I watched a TikTok online and this guy was just saying, he's like, Airbnb has just gone downhill so much. And um, he's like, I sold all my properties. I just couldn't deal with dealing with Airbnb. And I've also seen so many videos, so many videos of people, hosts that, you know, they run to people and then people trash them, like completely trash them. It's so disgusting. And then you also see um, guests who are renting them and people have all these types of cameras inside the house. Like I watched one video about a girl who said that there was a camera in the bedroom. That's literally against Airbnb policy and also disgusting. Like it just doesn't make sense. The story this girl was telling was just mind boggling to me. Um, you know, I get wanting to watch the people that are in your house because essentially it, it is your house. That's that's your space. You're paying for it. I totally get that. But there has to be a line drawn somewhere. So at this rate, um, when me and my fiance traveled, just the two of us, we tip it at, at this right now, we will um, be staying at hotels. Uh, we are Marriott members. And then we also do have a timeshare that we recently purchased. So we have places to stay, but I almost had to book an Airbnb for my wedding because I uh, was possibly going to have to be bringing my three dogs down to Florida, which would have been a huge shit show traveling with three dogs from New York to Florida. 24-hour drive, it would have been miserable, but um, thank God we did find someone. Someone volunteered to watch our dogs, which they're godsend for that because that would have been awful. 
So, um, but yeah, guys, I just wanted to hop on and kind of tell you some uh, interesting stories that I've had through my profession and just kind of talk about random shit. Um, the Airbnb thing has been on my mind a couple of days. Like I said, I made a TikTok about my experience. Um, but again, typically I have good experiences and I don't like to leave bad reviews. That's just the type of person I am. I also don't, you know, go, go book things based off of reviews because part of my job when I was in hotels was I would reply to reviews and some people were just God awful. And, you know, I've gotten into it with plenty of people <laughs> because I just don't tolerate anything. Um, so that's just how I am. But yeah, so I just wanted to kind of get this, this, uh, get this out there. And, um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'll be recording with people and we'll be talking about all types of stuff. Um, topics that are kind of all over the place. A big one is going to be family relationships, um, combining families, you know, what it's like to, um, when you start dating someone, you are getting into their family and kind of that dynamic. Cause that's been kind of an adjustment for myself. It's been good. It's been bad. Um, most, most of it's been good, but again, it's still, it's still an adjustment. So I'm going to be discussing that with a couple of my friends, um, hoping to have some family members on, so it should be good stuff, but, uh, just wanted to get this down and, you know, if anyone has any, um, interesting stories about hospitality or even in property management, I would love to hear them. And can always, you know, if anyone has any interesting stories that they want me to read, I would be more than willing to do that. So um, thanks for listening and I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great day.